Everyone, this is your girl Krisa, Krisa Skodra, hosting the second episode of the Event Success Inside podcast. In this podcast series, we are discussing the latest trends with influential thought leaders, professionals, and academics in the event industry on the international uh, level. This podcast is powered by Luti, the leading event success platforms, a platform that enables you to create live hybrid uh, online events and measure them, of course, with the unique experience value score. This is a live show going from the heart of Helsinki, Finland, to all our social media platforms, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. Let me know in the comments below the platform you're following us uh, from. Today with me in the studio, I have the pleasure to welcome across of me here in the podcast studio at Epicenter Helsinki, Mr. Jarko Kivikoski. Thank you, Jarko, for, you. for joining the podcast. Uh, Jarko is the business director and partner at the Volti Group. So, Jarko, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me today in the studio. The topic we agreed on, on talking about is evoking emotions through events and encounters. Very interesting uh, topic. Have you, by the way, listened to the previous podcast where Mikael Kastra and my first guest had a question to you? Yeah, I did. I actually did. And I, I followed the whole, whole series. It was interesting to hear what, what Mixu was about to say. And uh, yeah, it's um, good to sort of have the, some of the responses on, on the thinking there. Great. Great. We will come to uh, Mikael's question to you. But before that, I would like you to say a couple of words about yourself so for our audience to know who you are. Mikael already spoke with very kind uh, words about you, who you are, what's your background and what brought you to the event industry. Thank you. Yeah, so my name is Jarko Kivikoski. I've been there for, um, how would I say, maybe 16 years within the industry. Originally, I've been a bit of a, like a process lover. I'm, I'm my, my studies were in, in computer science, and uh, it's a bit of a sort of a surprising uh, background for for a guy in the events industry, especially talking about the emotions. So um, <clears throat> that's me. I, I've, I've been lucky to um, uh, have a chance to work with the major B two B companies within Finland, and they've been taking me uh, international. We, we've We've experienced a lot through uh, different kind of assignments through through the company. Um, and the past couple of years, or, or should I say, maybe five to six years, I've been running part of the operations within the company. So it's been like a mixture of the working together with the clients and and developing that that corporations, and of course running the, the daily routines and and operations within the office. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, what is Volti. What is the Volti Group, and uh, what kind of services do you offer? Yeah. So to put it very simple, of mm. course, it's a full 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 service event agency in the bottom. 
Um, but then uh, this this promise that that you actually um, referred to earlier, uh, evoking emotions, and uh, how how do we see the world currently? It's it's all about explaining that. Mm, or we we say that we are an emotions agency. An emotions agency. Yeah, emotions mm-hmm. agency, and that's something that is not you know heard every day within this industry, and that's for purpose. Mm-hmm. And in in order to understand that uh, truly, I think we need to go through the history of the company. We've been there for twenty years, and it all started by by um, you know having the ambition of being the most professional uh, agency within the uh, field of events in, in Finland. And it started really well and uh, it evolved along the years together with the clients. So after being professional, productionally professional, uh, it evolved to, to be, um, um, we started to talk about the impact. Mm. What, what can we actually access with this media? What can we do around with it? And uh, our, our clients started to demand that, um, you know, targeted impact on what to do with this and how, how can they get most out of their investment and, and so on. Um, along the years, um, we also dived in very deeply to the measurement. So, mm. uh, and this is part of my personal sort of uh, mm. mission as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as the computer science yeah, guy. So we dived into to data. We, we mm. learned that we can collect a vast amount of data from, from, from events, which is not that difficult to, to have. And as, as Mixu said earlier, um, it, it is difficult. So, so there's a lot of things that are not that you know black and white mm. or tangible in a way. There's a lot of emotional levels in, in the events. So we went down there all the way. And to be honest, um, we learned something that is not the complexity of it, but rather the simplicity. Mm-hmm. So we're taking the, the the steps backward, I would say, mm. from those years. And this happened like 2000. 14, 15, it's been already a couple of years. And um, currently, and especially at the time of the digital events, mm. when, when the, some parts of the, the live events are taken away, we've learned, we've evolved that, that um, when we try to do something very impactful, down there, it's, it's the philosophy of touching the emotions. We need to create something that these people uh, who are attending our events, they should be remembering that mm. for, for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So the media here is, is emotional, and sometimes this industry is tending to forget it. Mm-hmm. So we start to think about the process system, assembling to whatever, and, and still it's, it's all about emotions and people getting together. You're going straight down, head down, diving into the core. So that's great. So um, you mentioned that uh, Volti Group is an emotions agency. Mm-hmm. And quickly you went on to say that um, it's the, the measurement, right? And then you, you spoke about the, the vast uh, uh, measurements and metrics there are. Mm-hmm. And we are forgetting that we're getting so many metrics. But what is the core uh, value here and impact, the simplicity? Publicity. So at Volta Group, you state on your website that um, you're creating memorable and genuine encounters that have immediate and measurable results. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, I would like to ask you, what are the emotional and experiential elements of the events that you're aimed at creating for your clients? And how do you make sure that you 
touch on the participants' emotions? Mm. Uh, and do you have a range of emotions for the participants? Are all the emotions welcome? Is it anger and sadness, or is it only the positive ones, the happiness and the excitement? Yeah, well, um, that's, a, that's an excellent question. With, with the emotions, we need to be careful because there's a variety of those, and, and uh, not all of them are good, and, and all of them are positive. And of course, if you really want to go down to that way, it's about um, playing with the, with a bit of those negative ones also. Mm -hmm. It's about surprises, doing something unexpected and so on. Um, but for us, um, um, emotions agency or emotional agency is, is uh, about more than just concentrating on, on creating this individual stuff. It's all about um, having the perspective of, of, of the audience. So thinking about what are their perspective on, on what they see, what they feel, how, how can they um, you know, adapt on the things that they get invited, are they, what kind of a perceptions they make before the event and, and so forth. So that is about creating the emotions. It's, it's like the whole path of touch points uh, going through all the way to, to uh, oh, from, the, um, from the start, from the very beginning of, of you know, hearing of something for the first time and then going to the event and then, you know, um, being being there for, for um, <clears throat> you know, having the, of, of the desired results that we are wanting to try. Yeah, Bjarko, just please closer to the mic, just, it's a mm -hmm. live show, just to make sure that you're uh, very Sorry. open and crystal clear. Yeah. So um, the emotions part, definitely, we, we get that. We are human beings. So again, it ties with what Michael was saying about the, the human-centric approach in, in events. Um, and then we come to the measuring part. Mm -hmm. How do we measure emotions? And I think that leads us to, to exactly the question that uh, Mikael had. Uh, how do you measure those evoked emotions? Mm. That's a good question, and that's something that our clients are asking from us as well. Mm -hmm. As we are explaining that, hey, this is the most important thing that that you you are you're about to do. Um, and in order to understand the, the the response, I think it's good to explain how we see the world. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we've been down to this uh, data and measurement road for for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been doing that very extensively. And I, I see a lot of stuff happening within the uh, event agencies uh, currently. And they, they are sort of learning the stuff that we did also. Um, part of the reason for that is that um, in the era of, of digital events, all suddenly it's been very easy to, to access on the, on the you know, participant data. And all suddenly all of the event agencies are, are having a vast amount of data. Um, and they are facing the same things that, that has been there in the digital marketing uh, for, for years. So um, it is not about uh, the amount of data. It is always too much. It's all, always sort of a too easy to collect too much. But they come down to the conversion and what to do with the data. And then going to the, to the uh, response on the, the original question, I, I would say that um, we need to understand when measuring the emotions, we need to understand at certain level the experience of these people, how they feel about it. Do, do they think it's valuable? Um, but we try to keep it as simple as possible. I know it's, you know, it's possible to 
to measure emotions, but you need to have like a different kind of a brain gadgets in your head and, and it takes hours to, to measure that. And that's actually, that's actually something that we don't need to do. It's all about, in this case as well, we need to understand well enough the, the experience of these people who are participating or, or experiencing something. But then even more important is that we need to understand the conversion. Now, what does this emotion and, and this positive reaction or, or experience, how does it impact on the, on, on the business? And this is the core here. How do we uh, get there? And, and I believe it's 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 based in human psychology, saying mm. that the very strongly invoked emotions in people give rise to those responses to act and take really actions. Mm. So if you either very sad and disappointed and angry at a brand or a company, or if you are extremely happy, mm. you will either go to will you in any way you go talk to your friends. Mm. You say that this. I had this great experience. I was treated well. My time was worth it. Mm. And therefore, you, you are a brand ambassador. Mm. If you had a terrible experience, you go again to your network, friends and family and social media mm. and really trash mm. the brand, the company. So is it based on, on this psychological approach that we humans have that if you love it or hate it, that's when you're going to take action. But if you're sort of in between, you're not really, uh, perhaps, you're, you're lukewarm. You're not taking any actions, either loving it or hating. You're like, mm, meh. Yeah, um, it's part of that. And also understanding uh, what can we actually achieve with the events or the things that we do. Um, it requires some, some, to some extent, it requires that kind of a understanding of, of these people and their reactions. But then again, the other approach would be, and this is something that I've been learning from my clients and people who are working with their CRM systems, the marketing automation, it's also about um, understanding and following that if we get the emotions, how can we then track uh, that what is happening in the path of like purchasing or, or other mm -hmm. communications. And if we do it right, if we collect this data from all of the touch points every time, this is always something that I say to clients that do not collect, uh, you know, single um, personal data from, from only one of the events, but rather create a system that you collect the basic data from all of the events. And then if you do it right and follow the, the sort of the consequences or, or the signs of the impact, and then start to work on those ones, you are starting to get the system that enables you to develop and, and plan experiences and emotions that mm -hmm. will actually lead to, to something positive. And this is also the impact that, as you're mentioning, it might happen later on in, in, in the long run. It could, yeah. it could have an immediate, it can have a, a midterm effect, and it could have a long-term effect. So let, let's go to, to, to the event implementation stage. So you're you're hosting an event for, for your clients with all those elements and touch points that what is the, the actual measurement that takes place during the event or is it after the event? Is it a self-assessment for the event participants that what kind of experience and with, with what ways do you capture those uh, evoked emotions? Well, um, on site, when it side. comes to you know um, having the spontaneous feeling, we are talking about something that is pretty much the similar that you're using this word for for EVS. Mm -hmm. So so understanding that is this time valuable? 
the DFYD value will deplete here and, and uh, how do you feel about it? Mm -hmm. that, that's the basic measurement that we do. And uh, in most of the cases, we don't need anything else. It's all about then finding the conversion and, and understanding the, how, how does it work with the... With are the are your clients using the experience value score? Um, well, they, they, don't, they don't have the name of, of, of that, but they are using the similar kind of a metrics in, in, in some cases. What similar metric is that? Well, the, the question that is it valuable? Is it, is right. it like a, a simple question that, that was it worth it? And then to any other options that these people would have. And is it, is it uh, how are those answers captured? Is it uh, with what kind of technology and uh, way? That's a variation. So we can do it like uh, different kind of um, um, tools that, that people are sort of clicking in as, as they leave, for example, or they can leave it with their own devices or. There's, a, there's a plenty of ways of doing that. Right. So on-site capturing the, the gut feeling and emotions at that time where the event is taking place. Yeah. And is there a follow-up uh, after the, the event is over? Uh, depending on the audience. But um, our clients, mostly, they are they are very keen on sending the feedback forms and stuff. And they are asking like uh, questions that are, in my opinion, not that uh, sort of useful. They're asking about what's the food good mm, and, and mm. stuff like that. They can go and taste yourself. Yeah, it's it's mm. not something that we need to investigate. Mm. Um, but um, what we do with with some of the clients, we take that like a referral groups, uh, small teams of people, and we we uh, interview those mm -hmm. and start understanding better that, that what is happening there and uh, uh, how the emotions are are actually born and, and what did they feel and, and uh, what what are the intentions uh, from their own. Mm -hmm. To understand better the conversion, mm -hmm. uh, it always comes back to, to that. That how can we do something that is impactful, mm -hmm. not just measuring the like the, uh, the the profile of of experience of a single uh, single. Um, a right. You you touched upon already, I didn't ask you, you mentioned the experience <laughs> value score yeah. and uh, you have played a role in um, developing the concept uh, the same way that Mikael Kastren from Tapas, my first podcast guest uh, had, and you're my, my, you were my top two choices for guests for this show. So tell a little bit about your um, what memories you have from developing the experience value score. And for everybody listening, the experience value score is a North Star metric developed by Luti with the helpful contribution of uh, Mr. Jarko Kivikoski and my previous guest, Mikael Kastan, and other influential uh, event uh, professionals uh, here in Finland who organize a lot of uh, local and international events for a variety of, of clients. So with their uh, professional experience, they they concluded to, as, as Jarko said in earlier on, that when you try to measure everything, you learn nothing. So I think it boils down, boils down to, to that. So tell a little bit, Jarko, uh, about your contribution developing the EVS. Um, well, uh, it was one, I guess, lunchtime. Petri Kolme was inviting us. It was me, Mikael, and uh, Mikko Kaila was there as well. So maybe someone else from Lüthi at least. So there was a bunch of people, and uh, the, the, the agenda was to eat some sushi and mm -hmm. uh, discuss about the uh, um, how to measure events. 
Is it so that was a great encounter? I, I'd love to be in this meeting. And and isn't it so that when people meet together and especially over food, that all those great ideas are, are being generated? Yeah, and it was an open discussion. It was like uh, of course we were rivals at a time and we were we are rivals at, uh, still, but uh, mm -hmm. it was the, the whole atmosphere was very open. It was like, friendly. Uh, yeah, and uh, and there was no agenda of you know hiding or selling or anything like that. It mm -hmm. was just about an open discussion that, hey, can, what can we do in order to develop the whole industry yeah. to understand uh, what are the measures that we are doing and, and can we share some ideas? But um, the whole discussion went through like um, uh, small details, I would say, because all of a sudden we started to talk about it's different to measure uh, B2C, B2B, B2B or, or whatever, promotions. Uh, internal communications events, whatever. And, and it, it all started to go very complex, mm -hmm. which happens when you, you, you try to think of, of how to measure events. Mm -hmm. We have a, <laughs> thank you very much. Congratulations, a very successful discussion. Uh, someone from Facebook. Thank you. Please let us know that's a good point uh, to a point here to everybody out there listening. Uh, where are you listening from? Are you from LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, YouTube? And all your comments will be gathered here in the screen in front of me. So please let us know what you think about this discussion. If you have questions, have you attended any experiential event, any event that evoked a strong emotion in you? So waiting for your comments, which event did you attend uh, that you had a very strong uh, response and emotion too. Let me know in the comments. I'm here with uh, Jarko Kivikoski, business director and partner at the Volti Group, an emotions agency that organized those experiential uh, full with emotion events for their clients. And we were talking about uh, measuring and the simplicity of the experience value score that uh, Yarko and other professionals in the event industry have been uh, playing a, a crucial role. Uh, so, as you said, during the discussion that was very fruitful, you realized that perhaps uh, things started getting complicated. So what was the common denominator that everybody agreed that, hey, guys, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, focus now to what really matters. Mm -hmm. How to what does it boil down to? Yeah. What was, is something that everybody agreed that that's important? Yeah, and I guess that was like an involvement during the discussion. Everybody started to realize that we can't, you know, dive into different kind of a silos of different kind of a, a metrics for different kind of events. Mm -hmm. We we need to find something that is for promotions, for for even uh, rock concerts, uh, for for B2B seminars, whatever. So, and and at a time we've been we were been using quite a bit of uh, of these metrics already um, when we investigated and measured the, the results of exhibitions. Mm -hmm. So I propose that why wouldn't we just uh, make the simple question that is is this valuable? Is it like a worth of your your time? Because especially when we um, do something that is marketed event, so. Mm -hmm. You know, people are not buying their tickets too. Um, it is all about competing against other options. Exactly. Selecting how to use data. I mean, it can right. be domestic. It can yeah. be 
I can spend time with my boyfriend, yeah. with my yeah. kids. Yeah. I can yeah. do my favorite hobby, yeah. right? I can watch Netflix yeah. if I want. That's the thing. Mm. Uh, so I think the purpose there is to, to, to convince these people that, mm. hey, this is so valuable that you, you shouldn't be missing this. Mm. And then if we start thinking about how should we measure that kind of approach, it's the question that uh, how do you feel about it? Exactly. Was it valuable? Yes. And and also in the professional level, so if the, the event would take place to a normal working life or the working hours. So for me, for anybody to attend an event instead of working and having the work piled up in the days to come and go out and, and attend mm -hmm. an event, it has to it has to have very specific value yeah. to, to my time because my time is money. Right. Mm -hmm. Time is money. So I think it, it boils down down to that. That and especially now, I think after the, the two years of being locked inside our homes and looking staring at a screen, time is more uh, important uh, than ever. Everybody realizes that life is short, mm -hmm. uh, right? And uh, we've been already two years not living life fully, perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, given the, the restrictions and the situation in this whole society on a global scale. So people will be very uh, selective now, which events they're, yeah. they're um, taking. Uh, what what do you think is, is a trend that is emerging now um, what is the future of events like in your opinion mm -hmm. you read a lot you're you're discussing with a variety of event professionals and, mm -hmm. and clients so where do you think the the event industry is heading and is there any trend or trends uh, top of your mind that will really shape this industry for better or for worse um yeah i think there's a there's a clearly see we can see clearly a couple of couple of things and streams and the other one, you actually responded already <laughs> by saying that uh, people have been changing. They've, they've been changing their behavior. They've been understanding that there are ways uh, or, or optional ways of, of using their time, uh, especially work-related. And uh, they've been uh, learning how to how to attend, uh, you know, especially informative uh, events and and. Uh, encounters by, by using the digital tools. And um, I think they are very, very, the, the audiences will be more difficult to convince that this is worth of, of their time investment, as you mm -hmm. said, uh, especially in the time when, when nobody is using their their um, their hours for, for travels and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. They will be very, very, on the other hand, they will be eager to, to participate on, on some of the stuff because of the social aspect that has to be missing. But also, if you think about arranging an event um, and, and, you know, reserving a, a, a conference hall and, and having like the PowerPoint slides there and, and offering one, one cup of coffee and maybe a bun there, it, it can be a bit too, you know, heavy. Mm. If these people can consume the same information through the digital Whatever. What do you think, Yarko, however, because I've been thinking um, about the the evolution of mm. the, the Internet. Yeah. Uh, so from Web 1.0 to 3.0 and the, the metaverse. So how easy it is to evoke emotions 
on the metaverse, on the digital world. So um, I, I'm just trying to understand, and especially I'd like to hear from you because you are an emotions agency. Mm. So hiding behind a screen or, or being in front of being immersed into uh, a virtual world, mm. um, even though the technology is making advances, and, and I am a tech-savvy person, I do like technology, but but um, how do how can we um, really experience? Because then our senses mm. they're not yeah it, it's limiting us that mm. we can we can perceive certain thing and of course with haptics and different technology. But but who would have all these possibilities on their fingertips literally yeah. to immerse into a, a virtual experience with the full body? Mm. So what is what is your um, thought thoughts regarding what are your thoughts regarding the um, emotions on the digital? uh world is it possible what are the the, the pros and cons yeah so it's different I, I must say so comparing digital to to live it's different it's it's more limited uh, the senses are different but still it's possible to evoke emotions there mm -hmm. and to be honest um um when the era of virtual events which in my opinion is like a, a bit of a spotify moment for 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 the whole event industry because it will change things quite drastically and we don't even, you know, see it yet. Um, but at a time when we, you know, started to go only virtual, we, we were, you know, we, ha we had doing those for, for a couple of times earlier, but for different reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and then all suddenly everything that we did was was banned and then we turned to, to, go, to go digital only. And to be honest, we, we were not that sure of, of how it would be perceived, how, how you know, uh, inspirational or exciting that would be. Um, but um, it was somewhere after maybe three or four months, we started to investigate that how, what, what is the, the feedback of the clients on this or the participants? And uh, why some of these events are so, you know, wh why they are gathering so good feedback? Mm. Because they were thrilled. These people were like, uh, you know, they, they were crying you know, within their feedback. That, mm -hmm. that was crazy when we did some studio sessions and stuff. It, it was, uh, there, there was emotions that we've never seen in their really? life. Um, and what, what was the what were the reasons? Like, if you could give us some insights into what what can make people cry in in, in this maybe, in your experience? Of course, there's a lot of emotions when you when you push for something for several weeks or months, and um, you know it all went well, and uh, it was like a, something that that is giving like a, a sense of accomplishment, yeah, yeah, from from the audience. But I think that the magic there was to create the interaction between the people who are sitting in their homes. I'm sorry. Um, um, and, and they've been there for months or weeks and, and doing only only like a home office stuff and, and, and they, they don't have the changes there. And then we did something that connected them to, to other people and they really, you know, were inspired and surprised about the content. We did something that was, uh, you know, breaking their perception of, of, of Teams meeting or, or, or virtual event or webinar. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the thing when we realized that, hey, th this is actually something that we need to be start to, to um, you know, uh, develop in the whatever events. It can be virtual, it can mm -hmm. be hybrid, it can be live. 
but the same kind of approach, it, it all started from the idea of scripting. Mm -hmm. How can we create these emotions mm -hmm. forever? What are your clients telling you at this moment? What is the common, is there a trend? Is there a more a desire for, for live hybrid or online events? What are your clients um, reaching out to you and, and for what, what, what reasons uh, mm. to, to get your help? Um, and, and what do they think and what do they want? Or are they afraid of, of doing a full live van and they want to do a hybrid? Mm. Or are they still have a favoriting the, uh, the online option? So what is the situation? Tell us a little bit what happens from the, in the clients' minds. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's quite mixed. Uh, first of all, I would say one trend is that uh, bad events will go away. If you can't offer anything else than just uh, information that you can you can uh, uh, watch from, from the YouTube. So the competition is going to be even more fierce. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and the Only the strong will survive. <laughs> yeah, and the audiences will be more picky on, on uh, what mm. they choose. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is that we see a lot of, uh, you know, people are missing to get together. Mm, absolutely, are, me to too. Go out. They're, they're wanting to meet people, they're wanting to to travel to the international exhibitions, we see this a lot. But at the same time, it's like a paradox. Uh, there's a there's a big need, there's a big will of doing things, but also there's a lot of hesitations of, mm. of what is the risk management side of mm. it? What if? That's, that's like always the question, mm. how, how can we handle that? Um, and then um, we see a lot of um, uh, this uh, um, different kind of a means for, for creating hybrid. Mm. And by hybrid, I mean that if we think about events as a platform for con for content and these emotions, then the question is that how can we how can we use the platform and, and create digital events before or after or during that event and you know expand the audiences by by having the digital version of it. I would like now to to pause for a second and and ask the audience if they have any question targeted to Yarko, please leave them in the comments. Uh, so far, we've gotten some congratulations, great discussion, very interesting live podcast. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you have anything that you'd like to ask in specific, please uh, feel free. Uh, we'll go for a few minutes uh, live here. We're willing to take your questions. And um, I would like, uh, Yarko, I had a question um, Mm, you you said about the the the, the, the paradox the hesitation that at, mm. at one hand we we are hungry to meet people we are forgetting how do we hug do we handshake mm -hmm. uh, can we speak when we are in front of each other and, mm -hmm. and establish eye contact or we will be like wild animals <laughs> I think the first time I went to to a live event it was a few weeks ago and I was a bit confused I thought is this real life <laughs> uh, but yeah it went fine and everybody was so happy and we really wanted the event to be successful we were really happy with everything the food the the program everything we're just happy to so I think um, and also as you said about the the risk assessment and all the uh, the the hesitations uh, one American um, hospitality expert um, she said and and I agree that for instance simple thing like hygiene mm -hmm. right which should be a fact is considered like a new luxury mm -hmm. it, it, 
nowadays after what the whole planet has suffered so so all the hygiene now it has to be really up up scale and in and like something that would think that okay yeah there is somebody mm-hmm. cleaning and there is a basic hygiene but all these things that are not now there they have to be rethought yeah. um is there anything else top of your mind that uh, you think that that emerges strongly in the coming years and that you would like your clients to or everybody who is organizing events, mm-hmm. whether they're clients or not? So everybody who, who is into the event business or everybody who organizes event, what should they really keep in mind if you want to encourage them or to tell them, like, don't have this hesitation or think um, about this and have you thought about that? What would be something that you could say to everybody organizing events? Well, um, the first thing that comes to my mind is that uh, during the time of data and new stuff and all that, let's not forget that when it comes to events, it is all about the emotions. It's the emotions media compared to any other ways of, of, of affecting or impacting people. So let's be proud of, 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 you know, that side of it. And let's take most out of these emotions. Let's not try to copy and paste uh, our industry to something else, to, to, to digital marketing or communications or anything like that, but rather focusing on the, uh, on the uh, integration, the dose and, and, you know, being happy and proud of, of, of playing around with the events because this field of industry is, is so exciting when you when you mm. start thinking about how to create emotions for, for your audiences. Thank you, Jarko. And and I'm really, again, I told you before, and I'm saying this now publicly on air, that it's really great to have a man like Jarko Kivikoski, who comes from, from an engineering background, from computer science, to talk about emotions. I remember when I started in Sibelius Academy, and our professor asked what is important in arts management as I was studying there. Uh, and I said, I raised my hand and I said, it's passion. He said, no, you're not getting a master's degree in passion. So I felt like, and then, to, you know, to come from an, an art, a, a music academy and talk about passion in organizing events and bringing events and encounters on the on the stage and to be shut down by somebody who would be, you know, who would be able to get it and then have a data guy telling me that it's all about emotion. So that that's a paradox. And, and I, I do love this approach. So I agree with you. Uh, emotions, human centricity, but yet data driven uh, as well. There are ways to that we can measure uh, our emotions, but um, also, uh, you know, it's about this. There's also the gut feeling, and it's it's the self assessment, and also how we see our guests. We see with our eyes, and mm. and uh, are they happy? Are they going? Then developing a, a good connection to to our brand and our company and everything we do. Jarko, thank you so much for being on the Event Success Insight podcast. Um, very uh, interesting uh, ideas and thought-provoking insight. We could go on and on. Uh, yet we have to close this live podcast. And I have two things. First, uh, you answered to Mikael's question. We mm-hmm. talked about measurement and how those could be uh, uh, evoked emotions could be measured. Uh, now I would like you to ask a question to my upcoming guest. Uh, it's uh, Jonas Olson from NJ Production. So what question do you have for uh, Jonas? Well, I was 
uh, thinking about this, and as I mentioned, for us, it's been like a quite um, life-turning experience to go through the time of COVID and, and uh, um, taking our business to full digital. And I've, I've, I've been seeing NG production doing great stuff as well. So uh, same time as, as Mika and people in Tapos, they've been working, you know, I love the work that they are doing and, and the outcomes that they are starting to get. Uh, I see that. But also NJ production, uh, they have uh, good references and, and things that are working very well uh, and good. Um, so my question to Jonas would be that, um, how, how did they experience the sort of the turning point of, of, of uh, first experience, the restrictions of their business mm -hmm. and then what happened and, and uh, how, how would they see the, the, the role of the scripting within the events? Right. Jonas, uh, you listened to Yarko's question to you. Uh, watch this video recording afterwards if you're not watching live. So waiting for you next Wednesday, 12 o'clock here in the podcast studio. Uh, looking forward to interview you and speak, sit down and speak with you. And now I would like to uh, introduce my colleague Jonas Valkonen, because Jarko is sitting across side to me. We would like to offer uh, a couple of uh, presents to Jarko. So first we have the uh, Luti Event Success Community Mug. And for everybody out there, check out Event Success Community. Show it, Jarko, please. Here it is, Luti and Event Success Community. Please find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook. Join the community and you have there all the resources, podcasts, webinars, uh, a lot of cool things we are planning for you. And then we have some Luti notebook and a pen. <laughs> you can see the instructions of using the, the um, EVS here, or was it... Uh... Something else? Uh, what is in there, there Jonas? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah, the EVS. The EVS. I think you know it quite well already. Mm -hmm. uh, so everybody check out luti.com for more information. Uh, what is Luti, the leading event success uh, platform it is? And what is the experience value score? We have also a free uh, certificate that you can check out. Check it out as well at luti.com. Get certified in event success management. Have you certified yourself, Jarko? No. You have to do it, absolutely. You pass it with flying colors, I guarantee you that. And last, we have a nice uh, Luti hoodie. Put it on, Jonas, on on, <laughs> on Jarko. There. There it is. It fits. It fits. Yeah. It's wonderful. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, Jonas. It's been a great honor to be here. Thank you and so this much. This is my, one of my uh, favorite topics, as, as somebody might even be seeing about the passion of, of, of talking about the emotions and especially the impact of them. Mm -hmm. That's that's something that really gets me to the work and, and makes me, you know, step out of the bed and, and, and see the possibilities of the days. It's been uh, interesting to live through this time and it's, it's so fun to work currently with all of these uh, possibilities of, of going live again and, mm. and trying out the new learning stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So Please wake up every morning with this same passion and drive, stay driven, go out, experience events, or they could be online as well if that's what you choose. So um, consume a lot of events and have that passion, be emotional, 
And I think emotions are what drives us, obviously, what makes the world go around. So I will see you next Wednesday at 12 live from this very spot, the podcast studio from the heart of Helsinki, Finland, going out to the rest of the world. Thank you, Jarko. And Jona, see you next time. Check out luti.com, the leading event success platform. Get certified and find out about the North Star metric, uh, a unique metric developed by Luti, the experience value score. Kisses, everybody. Bye.